Hello everyone, you're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Miodrag Milenkovic. Alright, happy Friday everyone. As always, new interviews coming out every Friday and new solo cast episode is coming out every Tuesday. So in case you are a first time listener or you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe not to miss any of the new awesome guests that are coming every Friday and not to miss any of the solo cast episodes as well. Anyway, our today's guest is none other than Mario Payai and he's such a great and genuine guy who who was only recently got his feet into the online world and I find his story really inspiring. His leap of faith was just, I don't know, I don't have the courage to do the same thing and he managed to get some pretty pretty big success only after like a couple of months of him entering the online world so i think he's someone you can definitely learn a lot from so stay until the end of the episode and before we start don't forget i'm releasing new episode of my course every monday on youtube so head on over there at affiliate journey or go into the show notes of this episode affiliatejourney.co slash mario and you can find the links over there as well also if you haven't joined my facebook group affiliate marketing elite head on over there uh, i'm making this important announcement if you're someone who is promoting click funnels they made some changes they made it a bit harder but not necessarily so so Head on over there at Affiliate Marketing Elite. Link will also be in the show notes and join us. And in the meantime, enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Affiliate Journey, and I'm your host, Miodrag. Today I want to welcome a special guest of mine who was introduced to me by Alex Elliott and you know her, she was a guest like one of the first 10 guests and our today's guest's name is Mario Payai. Hi Mario, welcome to the show, such a pleasure to have you on man. Thank you so much man, it's awesome to be here and awesome that we got to connect through Alex. She taught, she said a lot of great things about you and she's like, you got to talk to this guy. <laughs> she is awesome. I. I brag her a lot. <laughs> Dude, I brag about her all the time. Yeah. yeah. I understand. All right, man. So the first question, uh, what's your background story for those listeners who don't know you? And why did you choose to work online? Why not net that nine to five grind, man? Well, I came from the nine to five grind, man. I was, um, before I got into this online marketing space, I was a mortgage banker for three years at uh, some very big banks in the US. And it was just, you know, it was exhausting working in the corporate world. I didn't like, I didn't like all the rules people gave. Like it'd show up at this time, do this thing, be at this meeting, yada, 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 all these things. Um, and I also didn't enjoy what I was doing. The fortunate part was I was, you know, Financially, I was doing very well because I was a mortgage banker. Like I got, I got paid really well to do what I did, but it wasn't fulfilling work. I didn't have control of my time, of my hours. I usually worked from nine in the morning to nine at night. So I was working crazy long hours anyways. I didn't get to be at home, you know, with my dogs or my girlfriend. Um, 
and it just wasn't fulfilling anymore. So basically I saw, you know, online, I saw a video of Russell Brunson talking about click funnels. Um, and I was like, well, that's cool. People are selling stuff online. Like maybe I can, you know, figure out a way to, to do that for, for mortgages. And I ended up buying the package. I flew to Miami cause I thought you had to like go to the event to buy the package that he was selling. So I like bought tickets to Miami. <laughs> I went to the conference. I spent $2,000 just getting there. I spent another 3000 when I was there to buy the package and then bought some other things too. Cause they're really good at sales there. Uh, I spent like $8,000 just to come home and find out they sell it online. And I was like, oh shit, I should, probably should have checked that first. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just invested, um, got into the space, didn't know what I was going to sell. So, uh, you know, just kind of figured it out from there. Um, and well, my journey, it's, it's been pretty nuts since then, since buying ClickFunnels. <laughs> Yeah, tell us a bit more about your journey. Like, what did you end up selling first, and yeah, what was yeah. the road like? So I joined the One Funnel Away Challenge uh, when I came back because they gave it to us for free um, for spending three thousand dollars. <laughs> um, and I didn't expect much. I went into it. Uh, I was going to build like a. They, they're like, "Oh, build a lead funnel for your business." And I was like, "Well, if I build a lead funnel, then maybe they'll let me work from home. If I generate my own leads, I don't have to be at the bank." Uh, so I went into it thinking I'm going to build a lead funnel and, and just generate leads for mortgages, you know, and then work from home. What I ended up doing though, was at the end of the belief week of the one funnel away challenge, there's, there's five weeks. First week is belief week. It's not even really training. It's just mindset stuff. Um, at the end of belief week on that Friday, I ended up quitting my job because I was like, I don't have to sell mortgages. I could sell something else. I could, I could build something online. Um, and I was like, I have, I have so much knowledge in this business, in the mortgage industry. I could like help people not get screwed over by the banks. Cause that was my job when I was at the bank was just to like charge as many fees as I could charge high interest rates, you know, just keep upselling people on like higher products or like, you know, a more expensive home um, or a bigger loan amount. Like that was my job. And I was like, I could, I could teach people a lot of stuff and save them tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars on interest. Um, so I quit my job at the bank before I ever made a dollar online. Um, I only had like 2000 bucks in my checking account. My bills were way more than that. But I was like, if you know, I'm kind of a crazy person. Like nobody should ever listen to my advice. But like I quit and I didn't even have enough to cover my, my rent the next month, which was only like 30 days away. I quit March 1st. Wow. That and, was brave uh, or crazy. It was stupid. Or it was just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like, but um, the craziest thing happened, man. I just started building and I got passionate about the space. And I, I built like every day. I was 16 hours a day just working on funnels, working on learning marketing, learned about affiliate marketing, you know, learned about uh, digital marketing, learned about sales letters, and yada, 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 all these things. Um, and built my first funnel and I launched it on like the, at the end of March, at the end of like that OFA. And I had to make sales by April 1st. Otherwise I was going to be on the street. Um, and like March 26th, 25th rolled around and I still had not made a single sale. And my funnel was like all kinds of weird. It was like a free opt-in and then like a $500 product with no video. 
was just like, give me $500 to learn this stuff. Um, and then March 26th came and all of a sudden, like the first purchase came in and I just saw $497 hit my account and I was like, Oh my God, it's working, you know? And then another one and then another one. And so I had three sales by funnel? the end. Yeah. That same funnel, that oh, wow. same funnel that had no video, no email follow-up, just an opt-in and a $500 product and like no deliverables at the end of it. It was like sell first, build later. So I just sold the thing first and I had three sales that first day. It made 1500 bucks. The next day I had another two sales, made another thousand. And I was like, Oh, thank God my bills are covered. But this was like on March 26th and 27th, like my bills were due on the first. So it was like, it was cutting it real close. Um, and ever since then, man, I, I ended up doing a little bit over 11,000 with that funnel. Um, they got me into this space and and then I got into affiliate marketing because I was like, well, this is really stressful having your own product. I might as well just sell somebody else's product. <laughs> Building your own thing sucks. <laughs> it's very, very time intensive. Um, yeah, dude, affiliate marketing was, was like my first, that funnel was like my first big success. Affiliate marketing just took me to a whole nother level because the first program I promoted as an affiliate was, uh, was the KBB. Do you remember that the mastermind launch with Russell Brunson and Tony Robbins? Oh yeah. And Dean Graciosi. Yeah. That was a $2,000 product for those of you who, who didn't know. Um, and I ended up, that ended up being the first thing I promoted as an affiliate. I bought the product and I just went live in like my small group of 300 people that Alex told me to build. She's like, just go live every day. And I'm like, I'm terrified. She's like, just do it. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like the worst experience. Um, but yeah, I just went live, talked about, you know, what I was learning, what I was gaining from the program that I just bought. Um, and then would send out my affiliate link to those who were like, Hey, where do I get that? I'm like, yo, here's my link. Um, and on that launch, when that launch happened, I ended up with a little bit over 20 sales of a $2,000 product that I made 50% commission on. So it was real nice. It was a lot of money. Um, but yeah, that was like, that was my first affiliate thing ever. And I got to meet Tony Robbins and Russell Brunson and Dean and, and all those guys in person. It was pretty epic, man. So you're, you actually took the different route. Usually people like start with affiliate marketing because they don't have their own product and then yeah. they make, make a transition but you actually took the different route so what is what is the difference for those of for those people who are only affiliates at this point but maybe are considering to have their own product in the future like what would you say are the pros and the cons of going i think yeah i think i think doing a, a i like affiliate marketing i don't currently do it unless it's like somebody i really like and I really want to promote their thing. I don't, I don't do affiliate marketing because um, I do like delivering now on my own stuff. But I think doing affiliate marketing only is like the purest form because it's, you're just doing marketing. It's just like working at a company and being like a marketing director. You're in charge of traffic. You're in charge of you know, offer building you know, on top of whatever thing you're selling. You build an offer around it. Like you, you get to just practice the craft of marketing and learn it in its purest form. Um, when, when you go into the product, so th that's the pros. The cons is you have no control over the delivery. 
You don't control how much you get paid. They set the terms. You don't control, you know, uh, how they deliver the course. You don't control what happens to the client after they join that thing. Like you just got to find more people to sell. You can't really move them up after that company's taken them. Um, so that, that's like the cons is like you give up lack of control over the product in order to just focus on the marketing. Um, when creating your own thing, the pros are you have all the control, you control the, you set the price, you set who you're going to target, who you set the, you know, you make a hundred percent of the profit unless you have affiliates yourself. Um, you can have other, like you can have your own affiliates, which is great. Cause it's like, you have your own little sales force. Um, and there's a lot of fulfillment, you know, like emotional fulfillment that comes with delivering your own product, you know, cause it's something you can be proud of. It's something that, uh, when people buy, they attach the authority to you and then you can move them wherever you need to. Like if you have other things you're launching, they already like, you know, you and trust you and they've bought from you. So it's like, you just, you can just move people around wherever you need them. Um, and you have full control of the sales process as well. You, you control the copy that they see, you control the images, you control all the stuff. But with all that control also comes very time consuming stuff. Like you, you're basically running a whole business when you create your own product. Um, Cause you're in charge of delivery, fulfillment, you're in charge of marketing, you know, conversions, all the stuff. It's all you. Um, so that can be a challenge, but yeah. I, I prefer it now. <laughs> That's a whole other skill set that is required to have your own product and to run your own business, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned something really important, and I think it's, it's quite overlooked in affiliate marketing. You said when you have your own product, you can target who you want, which is not the case with affiliate marketing. And many new affiliates like, don't even know what targeting is or how to target. So yeah. And it's also like, by definition, if it's an affiliate product, usually it's already a red ocean. So it's even harder to compete. So yeah. what, would you, what would be your advice for some new affiliates who are new into affiliate marketing and don't know how to position themselves, how to target, or what, what should their strategy be? I think for them... The, I would say the first thing, and this is, you know, it, it depends on where they're starting financially. So if they're a new affiliate with, with no income to, to spend, like they have no capital to spend on anything and they just want to start making sales because they're struggling. Best thing they can do is if you don't have money to spend, you got to spend the time. So they got to go in and like learn a skill set really well and master something, something that they can tie to a product, you know? So like if, you know, if I was an affiliate who wanted to sell a copywriting program, like, like funnel scripts, I would go out and master copywriting. I would just become really, really good at it. I would become really good at taking copy from that program and editing it in a way that makes it impactful. And then just teach that, teach that part. Like don't, you know, if they want to buy the software, Great, but teach people how to edit what that software produces to make it even better than what it produces. You know, so I would teach something for free that they themselves have mastered, um, and then sell like, here, get this so that you can follow along with me and build your own copy. You know, um, that's one of the best ways, and I see a lot of people doing that where they they teach people something for free, 
that they themselves are learning. That's how Doug Bowden started. You know, that's how Alex Elliott started. She was like learning stuff for free and teaching it in her group and saying, Hey, if you want to do this stuff, here's, here's the software I'm using, or here's the program or the, the application I'm using, buy it here. And they built their affiliate business off of free education, but it was impactful because they were really good at what they did. Alex was really good at copy. Doug was really good at building funnels. You know, me, if, if you do have the means to buy a product, I would say go for high ticket affiliate sales as quickly as you can. Like don't sell $100 things, sell $2,000 things because it'll convert the same. Low, high, they convert the same at the same percentage. It's all about who you're putting it in front of. Um, with the higher ticket stuff, the conversation is different though. I think with like with programs, if you're going to sell a $3,000 package or you're going to sell a $2,000 package, it's a different conversation than selling a $97 thing because the $97 thing, like it's features and benefits. That's all people care about. They're not, nobody's going to feel transformed by buying a $97 thing. But when you buy a $2,000 course, it could change your business. You know, it could change your life, your finances, your marriage, your relationship, whatever, whatever you're buying it for. So that conversation you have with people, you can go deep in the messenger chat with somebody or get on a call with them and take that extra step to make them feel comfortable purchasing because the reward for you is a thousand dollars if you sell a thousand dollar thing, you know, so it's worth it to hop on a call with somebody if they feel really warm and they want to buy, but they're not sure yet. On a, you're not going to hop on a call for a $97, you know, $50 commission. It's just not going to happen. You know, it's, yeah. it's a waste of time. Because not everybody's going to buy. But yeah, the, I think learning sales, that, that's super important too as an affiliate. If you can learn sales psychology, it makes it a whole lot easier to sell stuff <laughs> if you know what's going to trigger people to buy. Um, what, what resources would you recommend for learning sales, both free and paid, for someone who is interested as an affiliate? You know, a lot of the best resources are free when it comes to sales. Um, there's a ton of YouTube videos. What I would do is just go on YouTube and learn like sales basics from anybody. They haven't changed. They're, they're, they've been the same for decades, the sales basics. Um, when it comes to closing people, so the sales basics like of building rapport, you know, uh, generating interest you know, grabbing attention, all these different things. They, those have all, the tactics have always been the same. But sales is more of just conversation. So what I would do is list, uh, spend as much time listening to um, like mock calls or like, you know, uh, people that have like uploaded their sales calls onto YouTube. Just listen to how people do it. Because you'll notice it's very conversational. It's very rarely scripted, but you have, they have frameworks that they operate from. Um, and all sales are basically created from when it's the same as marketing. Marketing is just sales at scale. It's finding pain points and, and a desired future and connecting, like bridging the two. Like, here's how we go from how terrible you feel right now and the stuff that you're like lacking and the cost of not doing anything to where you want to go and why going there now is the best time and how we're going to get you there. How we're going to get you there is the product. But like you got to paint a beautiful picture of the, of the future 
and really make them feel the pain that they feel in the present. Because if there's no pain for them to run away from, there's no reason for them to buy. Nobody buys stuff because it's like really cool. You know, like here's, here's an, an easy, I guess, example. Selling a gym membership or like a high ticket gym membership for somebody, you know, if you work at a gym, if you just talk about how great their body is going to look in, you know, in, in six months when they're done, they're like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. But if you talk about how do you feel right now when you, when you take off your shirt, you know, or when you go to the beach, what do you do? You know, do you feel confident when, when, when you're just in your swim trunks or, you know, just ask them how they feel and keep digging and keep saying, well, how else, what else, what does that make you feel like? Can you talk about the pain of what they feel like now? I'm not saying shame people, but like make them feel the pain that they feel, have them be honest with themselves and then be like, how would you like to fix that over the next six months? So you never have to feel that way again. Like, man, I would love that. And be like, great. Here's how we're going to do that. This is what it entails. This is where, this is the result we're going to get. You're going to do all the work. Uh, what a lot of people do is like to make the sale easy. They're like, you're not going to have to do any work. Don't worry about it. We fi figured it all out. What that does is that causes a lot of drop off. People re refund when you promise them that they're not going to do work and then it's actually work. I tell people like, when you buy this course or when you buy this software, or when you buy, you know, my, my program, you're going to do all the work. I'm not going to do any of the work for you. My job and this program's job is just to guide you. It's just to provide the environment for you to succeed. You know, I'm giving you the treadmill. It's your job to get on it and run. You know, I'm providing the means. And when you do that, you'll notice people have more trust in you and they typically they like never refund they never cancel because they take ownership of it like i got to do the work and if it doesn't work it's because i'm not working which is true which is true yeah you know i think a lot of affiliate marketers sell the lie of like oh it's easy passive income yeah recurring you know good stuff but it's not easy passive income is never passive it takes a lot of work to build passive income <laughs> yeah and you know and people are usually easily sold on that. And then like two years later, like where's the passive income? <laughs> yeah. Well, cause um, they try to build it passively. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. At, at first it's, it's really hard unless you're like Spencer Meekham. It's really hard to, <laughs> to right. do it at first. All right. So how would you recommend people go about it at first? Like you said, get good at one skill which is relevant to the product you want to promote mm -hmm. and you said one of the one of the skills you would recommend is sales what else should someone who is starting out or someone who already knows stuff but have found him or herself stuck uh because a lot of the times people are just overwhelmed and not knowing where to turn so what what would you recommend they where should they turn to? I would say the same thing I turned to at the beginning because I was a beginner. Like I had experience in sales, but I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know anything about affiliate marketing. Um, so I found, you know, I found mentors. I found coaches. I found people that I wanted to be around. And I try to get as close to them as I possibly could, you know. 
And at the beginning, because I didn't have any money to spend in that first month, I was just hyperactive in people's groups. I had 16 hours a day to spend. I literally spent all those hours. I, 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 like getting up to eat was an inconvenience. I didn't even like getting up out of my seat to do anything, you know, because I just wanted to be as close to the people making it happen as possible. And when you don't have money to join somebody's program, you need to become the most active person in that person's community. They need to know you. Because what happened with that was, you know, eventually these people let me into their programs for free. A lot of people, I got their courses, their $1,000 courses or $2,000 courses for free just because they valued me in their community, you know, and I became close friends with them. Now, I didn't do it to get their stuff for free. I didn't know that that was going to be the outcome. I just wanted to be near them and learn from them. But that's one of the side benefits of getting close to people, you know, is, is they value you and they, they, want to, they want to keep you around. And it's no skin off their back to like give me their stuff for free. You know, it's not like they're losing business, but it's, it's a way to keep somebody who's, who's engaging their community, um, you know, in their community and show them that they value them. Uh, if you can pay to join somebody's thing, like pay to have a coach, pay to have a mentor, pay to don't, don't just buy courses. I think buying courses is a waste of money because there's no accountability in a course. It's just, you watch the videos or you don't watch the video. They don't care. They, you already got, they already got your money. <laughs> Whether you do the course or not is not, they don't give a shit. Um, in a coaching program, it's a completely different mindset because they know when you're not showing up. You know, if I miss a call, my coach is on my ass. Like, hey, where are you? You're late. Call started five minutes ago. You know, I have somebody holding me accountable. If I don't show up, if I don't put in the work, they check. They're like, hey, what, do you, what actions did you take on the, you know, from the call we did last week? Did you finish the stuff I, I told you to do? If I don't, they're like, somebody's holding my ass to the flame. You know what I mean? It's kind of like hiring. I'm paying somebody to be my boss, basically, you know? Um, but it's, you know, having somebody hold you accountable. That's why I think the nine to five is, I don't want to say it's good, but it's productive. When people work a nine to five, they get work done because if they don't, they'll get fired. There's real consequences to not doing your shit. If you don't show up, somebody calls you at home and says, why aren't you at work right now? You know, when you work on your own, if you're not working today, nobody knows, nobody cares. You know, the only person that cares is your landlord. And it's because you got to pay rent at the end of the month. So it's, it's a completely like when you can't hold yourself accountable, it's good to have somebody that, that can do that for you and also help correct your, you know, your path. Cause they've already done like, you know, if you can get an affiliate marketer that's done a million dollars or an affiliate marketer that's done six figures and you're just starting, they are going to help you get to where they are way quicker than you would if you just try to do it yourself or try to do it with free resources. You know, it's just a different level of access. Um, and just implement, you know, also learn the skill. It's a skill. Implementation is a skill. Most people think it's a mindset. Learning how to implement fast and, and, and iterate and change what you're implementing based on the results you're getting and move and adjust fast is a skill set that I think a lot of people need to practice and just keep doing over and over and over until they get really good at it. Cause most people implement very badly. Like they're implementing, but their, their stuff sucks. You know, you got to implement well, effectively. I'll do implement well. 
I struggled first with not implementing at all. I was like content seeker and mm-hmm. I would be like year and a half just learning buying courses, all those stuff. And yeah. now I'm like doubling down on implementing maybe even more than I should. So uh, <laughs> what would you say to people who maybe are struggled in that consumer mindset and to those who you said like implement but not so well what should they shift i think uh in order to implement well you you first need to implement poorly but but be willing to take criticism there's no such thing as bad criticism when when you're just starting it's just criticism there's no such thing as bad when if people tell you your stuff sucks believe them you know if nobody's buying your stuff it's not because they're bad it's not because the customers are stupid and they don't they can't see the value because you didn't implement properly so just keep changing things like for me personally dude i there's many times where i write something and it completely bombs there's no likes no comments no engagement nobody cares and i'll go in and i'll look at the post and i'll be like let me change this first line and i'll click edit change the first line it blows up, you know, and it's, it's always being willing to change and not blaming others for your results. You have to blame yourself always. It's, it's just extreme ownership. Um, so I- implementing it's just be, be willing to be wrong and doing it, doing it imperfectly. As long as your, your value is there. And as long as you're coming from an honest place with a genuine, like want to serve, um, people don't care how poorly you implement. You know, like I, I launched a seven day challenge yesterday morning at three in the morning or four in the morning, whatever time it was. I think it was like 3.52 when I launched it. I came up with that challenge Sunday night. I came up with that challenge five hours before I launched it. And then I designed the e-cover, designed the, you know, did the copy, designed the funnel, created the Facebook group and outlined the seven days that I was going to do in five hours. I found out after a hundred comments on that post of people wanting to join, because I got like almost 300. Um, after a hundred comments on that post, one of the people that ended up joining was like, hey, by the way, did you know that the bottom half of your funnel is promoting something completely different? And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, like there's like, it's like another course. I was like, oh shit, I forgot to, cha- I forgot to change the mobile only version of that share funnel that I was using. It was my own funnel. It was promoting a different thing. But like, the mobile only had my offer at the top and then a different offer that I also built at the bottom. And like, I already had a hundred people in the group by the time I realized that the opt-in page was completely off, like had two offers on it. And the thank you page had just the word thanks, like in giant letters taking up the whole thing. And the button, you had to like scroll forever to get to the button to join the group. And I already had a hundred people sign up. So they didn't care how badly it was implemented. They were just like, oh, cool. Like I could tell this guy wants to, you know, like this is going to be awesome. And I have 130 people in a group for a seven day challenge and they all saw that huge mistake, but they don't care, you know? So I think waiting to implement, planning the perfect implementation is wrong. Just implement as best as you can, as quickly as you can. My coaching program I launched, I came up with the day before you know, the live stream masterclass I did that people bought for $67 and I had over a hundred customers for, I came up with that the morning of, wrote the post and built the funnel that afternoon and the group. 
Like it's just about just move, 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 move fast, 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 you know? And I think that's the fastest way to get good at implementing is just learn to do it faster and faster each time and correct course along the way. Do you think, sense. Do you think uh, your skill at sales helped you with that? Like I can see some new folks like pulling that off. You did some awesome stuff. Like what you think helped you the most with that? Because you have to first have already interested people around, then you have to invoke that feeling and that interest. You have to know how to write a post. You have to know how to create a funnel sales. Like there are a lot of skills you had there in all in order to pull that off. Yeah. I think the the most important thing was uh, having a sales background. Um but it's also like you don't even need to be that good at sales. If your stuff is good, people will just be interested. So I think mastering a skill set first. If you can pick one skill set to master, master sales. Because you can sell sales training very easily. You know, like you can sell sales programs very easily. People need to learn how to sell. That's what keeps the economy going. Um, it's a very red ocean, but if you can become really good at it and teach it and do it in, a, in your own way, um, and it's a constantly changing thing as well. Like the consumer's always getting smarter. Old sales tactics don't work on new consumers nowadays. You know, you can't tell somebody like, this offer is going away tonight because it's never going away tonight. You can't, like scarcity like that doesn't work. Um, like understanding just communication, mastering communication and sales is, is the key, I think, to all this stuff. You can be a, a great marketer I've built, dude, I think people will be fine without learning email automation and, and VSLs and all this other crazy stuff. It's not crazy stuff. Like it's the basics you learn, but it's so technical that it bogs people down and they just get lost in the weeds, always learning. Like, oh, I got to learn active campaign. Oh, now I just found out that this other thing is actually better. AWeber is better. So I got to go learn that now. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe I should learn how to do a VSL. Well, I got to write the copy for it. Now I got to find some guy to make the PowerPoint. I got to go, go at it. There's so much stuff that you never actually launch. I've built, I've gotten out in the last nine months since March 1st, I'm over six figures as a complete beginner in this space. And I've, other than yesterday, I had never sent an email to my, to the people that I've sold to. And nobody has ever received an email follow up from me. I haven't done a VSL for anything. Like I only had to send an email yesterday and learn how to do it because of my funnel was messed up. And I was like, Hey, by the way, guys, uh, join the group. Cause a lot of you guys didn't click the button and you opted in. There's like 160 people that opted in. There's only a hundred people in the group. <laughs> so it was like, my bad, here's where you got to go. And I had to learn how to do it yesterday. Um, which I thought was funny. Cause I was like, my email looks like shit. <laughs> it's, it's just plain text. Um, but yeah, you can get so far in, in, in this space by just learning sales and communication. That's all you need. The email stuff, all that other stuff, it's, it's fluff. You know, it'll build systems. It's good to learn, but like make money first. Stop learning systems. Just learn how to make money. <laughs> it'll be a lot easier to build systems when you have money coming in. I love it. And you just made like 
many people look bad with their advice, like focus on email list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what the people who say focus on your email list are doing? They're, they're busy selling while you're building your email list. You know, I think a lot of people give good advice, but it's good advice that works if you already have six figures in the bank. Yeah, focus on, just build your email list, free offers, just, just do free advice, you know, send 10 follow-up emails and, and, and then make an offer. I'm like, dude, if you're just starting, you ain't got time for all that stuff. You need to like learn something, make an offer and sell it ASAP. Where is like the most amount of people gathered that you can make an offer to? Probably your Facebook. Pitch it to your Facebook. If you don't have that many friends, find somebody who has a big group and be like, hey man, can we do a 50-50 split JV partnership on this? You know, find a group who, who your thing can help. And that's, it's good if you're um, a product creator because then it's your thing that you slip, split 50-50. Um, if you're not, if you're just an affiliate, then learn how to build a group. Honestly, like create a community, create a list, like, but don't worry about email lists because people don't even open up their emails that much. You know, that email I sent yesterday was to people who had just bought my email ends up in the promotion tab on Google. It's the first email I've ever sent. And I was like, Oh shit. I didn't up, I didn't end up in spam. <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> it's a big win right there. Um, but like, even that email, I only had a 40% open rate on it, you know, which is great. 40% is nothing, you know, people, most people get like 10% or less, but it was like, they literally opted in and I emailed them about the thing that they just opted in for telling them, here's the link. I'm sorry. I forgot to give you the link. And even then it's 40%, you know? So I think that's funny. Um, Facebook, Facebook groups are huge right now because on Facebook, you can disable notifications for everything except Facebook groups. That is the only thing you cannot disable notifications for. I know because I've tried. I've disabled notifications on everything on my Facebook. I don't even see if people like my stuff. I don't care if they comment on my profile. But if somebody goes live randomly in some Facebook group that I joined you know, like five months ago, all of a sudden, ding, so-and-so is live on this group. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even remember joining that group. I don't even know who that is. Why am I getting notification about it? So I didn't like, know about it. Yeah, that's, it's, it's super crazy that you can disable everything. I can, I can ignore the fact that like my sister is having a birthday, but I, like if Mildra goes live in some random Facebook group, I all of a sudden I get a notification, you know, or if he comments or likes my post in some random thing that I made six months ago, ding. <laughs> I get the little red circle and I'm like, ah, what is this? What's going on? Um, so there's a, you know, that, that's always a good way to build a list is just build it on a social media platform. Um, Cause then you can have conversations with people there. Nobody responds to emails, even if they open it for you, they don't, they don't respond. Nobody's going to hit reply and be like, Hey, how are you doing today, man? How's it going? You know? Oh, thank you so much for sending me this automated email. I couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's uh, very transactional in the inbox. Facebook is a little bit more relational. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, so what, what would you recommend to people 
who want to start their group or have started their, their group but are struggling to like get members or engagement or make offers mm. i i think first thing you need to do is create a reason for people to join join your group and that could be a lead magnet that could be special access to something you know um it could be because of interviews that you're creating in that group you know whatever trainings uh whatever you, you, people have to have a reason to join your group beyond just being part of your community um the most compelling reasons are usually you know money is like the biggest one but it's also the most obvious one like if you make a group how to get a six figure business like yeah people will join but you may get the wrong people you know my group it's i don't even know it's how to launch your six figure purpose driven business so if somebody want to launch you know somebody wants to launch you know something that's more just money based they're not going to align with my message in my group you know and then also when you create your group and you have that that reason for people to come in the the best place to market to get people in your group is not going to be on your profile that's that's like the middle ground people people end up on your profile anyways but that's not where you're going to pull people in you need to go into groups where your ideal customer is hanging out and you need to write stuff that is you need to like put content in there that is like compelling not like you know hey everybody have a great day today or hey i'm kind of struggling with this can somebody help me out like you need to go into other groups and inspire people educate them motivate them you know push them um give them like epiphanies you know give them aha moments like you need to be a a leader in other communities so that people are like who the heck is this guy they click your profile they add you and then hopefully you have your group somewhere on your cover photo or on your feature photo with a link to it um and they're like oh it looks like this guy has a group let me go join you know um and see and let's see what's going on in there and you just basically turn your profile into a funnel and you just go into these big communities and just pull people in you know i i like going to big groups like I like playing in the big pond in the big big ocean, you know, click funnels groups, um friggin' big affiliate marketing groups, big digital marketing groups, big groups with coaches and you know course creators, like where my ideal clients hang out, and I write copy that doesn't look like anybody else's copy, like my posts talk about deeper stuff, deeper issues, you know, mindset stuff um and that's because I noticed that if I talked about money here's here's a little tip for everybody if you talk about money you will attract people who have no money because those people want money people who are broke want money people who have money don't care about money they already have it that's a problem they've already solved they're trying to solve the problem of time of effort of freedom of stress you know they're trying to solve frustrations in their life they're, they're there's other things that they are dealing with they've already checked off the money box like I'm not interested in people trying to help me make $10,000. I don't care about that anymore. I'm interested in how can I make $10,000 without you know without being absent 
from my family, you know, without, without having the stress of constantly having to deliver every day, you know, how can I create this financial impact while still loving what I do and not resenting my clients? Like that's what they're trying to solve. So that's who I speak to because I don't, I don't bring people into my programs for less than $3,000. I sell a high ticket thing. Nobody's going to join a $3,000 thing with a low ticket mindset of like, I need to make 10 grand this month, you know? One last question. Yeah. Uh, where did you learn positioning and messaging like that? Who, who did you learn it from? Just watching the guys and the people who do the higher ticket stuff. So initially it was, I was watching Garrett White and what he talks about because his programs are like in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to work with him. Like you pay him 150K to work with that guy. Um, and he, you know, he's, he's done 10 million. He, I think he's at the, he's at the hundred million mark right now. Um, and he never talks about making money ever, 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 ever. And his messaging is so radically honest and truthful that it like hurts to read sometimes. Like you, you cringe reading it because you're like, fool, that's way too honest for me, you know? But that's good because it's polarizing. Like people who are at the higher echelons of society have no time for BS. They don't have time for like sweet talk. They don't have time for like, you know, buttering people up with like your soft sales message and like, it's everybody else's fault. You know, let's, let's, let's allay your fears and blame somebody else. You know, like they teach in marketing 101. people that invest in higher ticket stuff have like, like radical self-responsibility. You know, they're like, they're like, everything is my fault. The life I've created is because of me, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, and to talk to those people, you have to be radically honest. You have to be radically open. Um, and it's, it takes time. Like I, to me, one of the things I teach my students is like, if it doesn't hurt to write, it's probably not worth reading. If it doesn't hurt you to write it, nobody gives a shit to read it. Because it, it, it has to sting a little in order for it to be honest. You know, you have to dig deep enough to where you feel like you're bleeding on the page. And that's like, that takes courage. Not everybody's willing to write that stuff. You know, when I wrote, um, this, the one post that I was talking about, I was talking about, you know, uh, knowledge, not being, you know, obtaining knowledge is easy. Applying it and implementing it and taking action is the hard part. Making it work is hard. And I talked about how like the results are always guaranteed with knowledge. And that's why I loved learning. I didn't like doing for a very long time. I liked impressing people with how much I knew, you know, I would always learn this stuff. I was the kid in school who never did his homework, but always got A's on the tests because I didn't like doing the work. I just like knowing all the stuff and impressing the other students and be like, see, I know everything. I'm so smart. It was very ego driven. Talking about that in public on a post was like, whew, it kind of hurt to say, but other people were like, shit, that's me. You know, I learned so I can impress my friends and show people that I know what I'm talking about, but I haven't done any action. I haven't put in the work. And I got messages from people from writing something like they're like, dude, I love that post. Can we, can we talk? I feel like you're going to, I feel like you understand me, you know? And those calls lead to sales. They lead to conversations. They lead to deep relationships. 
you know, it's one thing to have somebody pay you thousands of dollars to work with you. It's another thing to have them pay you thousands of dollars and say, I love you. Thank you. It's been an honor to be in your program, you know, and that comes from radical honesty. So pay attention to the people who are doing tens of millions and have high ticket products because those guys are speaking to a different caliber of human being than everybody else. And if you want to get to a million dollars by selling a hundred dollar thing, by all means, go ahead, but you're going to have a harder time. If you, you can get to a million dollars a lot quicker selling $10,000 products, you know, you can get to a million dollars a lot quicker with a hundred thousand dollar product. <laughs> yeah. You only got, got to sell 10 people. <laughs> so Man. that's, yeah, that's my, that's my advice. Thanks for that advice. And thanks for your time. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Tell, tell the listeners where they can find you and connect with you online. Uh, yeah. If you guys want to um, connect with me online, my Facebook group is uh, the unleashed.group. So www.theunleashed.group. Um, or if you want to find me on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash M-E-A-J-A-J. Links will be at the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash Mario. Or if you're watching on YouTube, they will be in the description down below. Mario, again, thanks so much for your time. It was awesome. Thank you, brother. Thanks for being here. And everyone, thanks for listening and or watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, connect with Mario. And until the Tuesday, goodbye, everyone. Alright everyone, thank you so much for listening and for sticking to the end. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode, I hope you got a lot of value. I learned a lot from Mario and again if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and also if you're listening on Apple, don't forget to leave us a review, it really helps a show grow. And that would be all, you may find all the links that are mentioned in the episode at affiliatejourney.co slash Mario. And in the meantime, cheers for your success.